Hey y'all, how are you? Welcome to the Pretty Banana Podcast. I'm a little bit sick. Um, and forgive the background noise. I'm just trying to like multitask. My son is in this park across the street. I'm raising him to be independent instead of a mommy's boy ass bitch. So he is in the park. His two friends picked him up, which was so cute. One of them I think is 10. The other one is 12. The boy is about 10 or 11. The girl is 12. So that's cute. She's also a Leo. He's a Leo. So I feel like they vibe and they're cool with each other. And she's actually helping with her homework. So I'm like, whatever. These kids, you know, they should learn some independence. I was alone in parks at like seven. Okay. Girls are different than boys. But I was alone around seven. So I'm like, you know what? As soon as he turned nine, I basically was on some 300 shit. Like, send him into the fucking woods. And if he comes back, he comes back. Like, when is he going to become a man? Like, I'm sick of this shit. Like, I'm not a coddling ass person. I love my son. I do everything for him. But I also have limits. Like, you can't. I'm not I'm not the kind of mom that's going to have a son that's not going to lift a finger. Bitch, no. And if y'all listen to my pod, like a few podcast episodes ago, it may have been Raising Little Bitches or the episode um, Teaching My Son to Be a Sugar Daddy or something. I don't fucking know. Uh, he makes my coffee for me in the morning. So he's, he's learning how to do things on his own, which I like. And he'll taste the coffee, too, to make sure that it's good and perfect. I, teach him, I taught him how to make the perfect fucking coffee. Period. (laughs) Other moms, it's funny, other moms have been like, how do I teach my son how to make coffee? And then like half of the moms are like, oh my God, you make, you, your, your son is going to be your slave for making coffee, bitch. Let's be real. The fucking kid just looks, likes making a mess and pushing the buttons on the machine. And it's a coincidence that it's coffee, it's for me, and that it tastes good. Really, those are coincidences because he really likes to just make the mess and push the buttons and it turns green and then the water comes out and it makes coffee and it's a machine. So it's cool. But anyway, um, I have been going through nannies like shit comes out your eyes after taking an enema. Like shh straight through messy disgusting emotionally damaging frustrating time consuming like diarrhea is the only way to describe this nanny situation i've been going through and partly i will say (coughs) excuse me it's happening because of the budget that i have And I don't know, wait, time out. Let me correct myself. Is that necessarily true? Because I remember watching the Kardashians and what's her name? Um, Courtney. Yes, Courtney had gone through quite a few nannies. Also, Kim had gone through some nannies. So maybe it's just a nanny thing. You know, when someone else is taking care of your kid, it's tricky because they're never going to do it like you. So you're going to clash with them. You may argue with them. But in my case, you know, I'm not rich like the Kardashians yet. So I think it's more of my budget is preventing me a little bit from finding like the real quality care I need. Because for what I need, I should be paying the nanny. I think I think somebody would do a real good job if they were getting like 5K minimum. And that's just not my budget. So long story short, um, I'm not even going to talk about the first nanny. I genuinely feel like she was just using me. Um, she is somebody who was a little older around my mom's age, but not like my mother. There's two different kinds of, of 50 year olds. 
Okay, there's 50 year olds that have been through a lot in life and haven't took care of themselves, so they look like they're 89 years old. And then there's 50 year olds like my mom, who just recently got married. Her husband bought her a boat, bought them a house in cash, gave her a fucking new car, and um, <laughs> she has no bills. Okay? So, respectfully, I think that bitch was using me for the money because she was not a citizen. Like, how the fuck can you live in America or any country for for so many years? And not only do you not speak the language, but you're not even a citizen. Like, if like I can only think of Canada right now. So if I move to Canada, yeah, they speak English. But am I going to take initiative to learn French? Absolutely. And am I going to take an initiative to be a citizen? Absolutely. Part of the reason why I haven't tied my tubes is just in case I need to fuck my way into a country with a baby. Just in case. I mean, that is my privilege as a woman. Just in case I need to escape. I can take my car, take my kid, take the fucking passport, and just fuck a random guy, get pregnant, and be like, hey, but my baby's a citizen, so we can't leave the country. Where do we sign? I swear, it sounds crazy, but look, I'm sure you've had and seen crazier things around you, okay? So the second nanny is why I'm starting this episode, because I really treated her and her husband so nice, another migrant couple, um, with the most beautiful daughter. I have a bias towards little girls, because I'm a girl, and I remember being a little girl. And I think girls are so intelligent, so independent, so strong, like women really can do anything. I mean, look at us. We can take over the world, right? And we, we, we have control over a lot. But what did we do? We were smart enough to let the men handle it. So when shit got ruined, it was the men's fault. How smart are we? Could we have been on money? Absolutely. Could we have prevented certain things? Probably. But when shit hit the fan at the end of the day, we, some of us became feminists and we started voting. And it's like, okay, whatever. So, all right, all right. We, you, you, you took us to farm males. Now you're treating us like slaves. Like you're fucking pushing it. Now, now we got to make some laws. But whatever. I'm just rambling now. But long story short, I feel like I treated her so nice. I let her bring her daughter here because her daughter wasn't a bother to me. One years old. Sweet fucking baby. Little fat baby. So cute. Um, and silly and beautiful. Bring the kid. I don't give a fuck. You're, you're an immigrant. Like, you have no money. You have no job. Like, it's hard to work with a kid. <laughs> I'm a fucking mom. And I know. I mean, she got a man. I don't have a man. That's the only difference. Like, the, the man should be able to help you. But, you know, he's broke. They're from another country. I think they've been here probably two months or three months or however many months, but less than a year. So I hire her. And longer story short... I thought she asked me for $200. She had told me, and um, she speaks Spanish and French, Creole. And she had told me in Spanish she needed $200, right? So in my head, I'm like, that's not a problem. I didn't tell her this, but I was going to take the $200 from her pay. I wasn't going to give her an extra $200. I was going to pay her. And then when it came time for her to be like, wait, but what about the money I asked you for? I was going to explain to her that when you have a job and you need things, you pay for those things with the money that you got from your job. I'm not giving you extra. 
this is what you do when you have a fucking bill. You pay them with your money from your job, right? Um, longer story short, the real person who needed the money was her husband. Now, if you know anything about me, I'm very triggered by broke men. Very triggered by broke men. I don't think that they deserve pussy. I think it's weird that women have families with broke men, like intentionally planned. I think it's weird. I think it's a mental illness. I think there needs there needs to be medication for it. I think that if someone recognizes, oh my God, I'm so horny, but he's broke. Let me fuck him anyway. I think when you realize that's happening, you should go to your doctor and, and be, be prescribed medication to prevent that from happening. Because it's, to me, insanity. He can do absolutely nothing for you but make you have an orgasm. Maybe, maybe, because realistically, a lot of men are not good in bed and can't even eat pussy. Realistically, I've probably had my pussy eaten good three times in my life. Okay? Three times. I'm 35. I lost my virginity at 15. And I'm not saying that because I've had sex with so many people, but for me, head is like, all these men are so disgusting. They, they just want to eat your pussy sometimes and leave. I've definitely had my pussy ate and the motherfucker left, got nothing from me. So I'm saying, like, I haven't had it done really good a lot of times. Y'all suck. So anyway, <laughs> she's with this broke-ass man. And to an extent, I get it. You're here from a new country. You don't have your social. I mean, I don't know what it's like to be an immigrant, even though I kind of look like one stereotypically. I look so Latin. And I have such a, like, immigrant name. Like, I, if you looked at my name on paper and didn't speak to me at all, you would think I spoke no fucking English. I I get it. But I'm born in Queens, New York, okay? My social, like, my mom taught me my social when I was, like, four years old. I like I just know how to function in America, okay? When I travel, I'm I, as fucked up as the, these people say America is, I miss it here. For whatever reason. Maybe I'll have Stockholm. We'll talk about it later. So, all right, you're from a new country, you have no money. But this motherfucker clearly doesn't respect me because you asked your bitch to ask me, a single mother, for money as a man. It's weird, and I'm triggered. And not only that, and please don't judge me. I know this sounds crazy, but I don't have a support system for my son. It just is what it is. I am stupid. Well, I was stupid at 25. I had this baby, and I had no support system, and it's been a lot. So I pay people to do things for me. Is it genuine? Not really, because I'm paying them. It's a job. Do it right, and that's it. But, um, yeah, I just find it disrespectful that he asked her to ask me for money for him. Okay? And she wasn't even really treating my son right. The catalyst to it all was a few days ago. So whenever you're reading, reading this, whenever you're hearing this, I'm recording this in the present. You'll hear it in the future. Um, and you'll be listening to the past. Is that right? I don't know. Girl math. She broke one of my son's toys and had the nerve 
to still ask me for this money that her man told her to ask me. And I told her I didn't have it, which was a lie. And she knew it was a fucking lie because I always have something. I'm not going to say I always have a lot of money and I'm balling out of control, but I'm, I'm never like without. It's imp- I can't. I cannot afford to be like completely without. Even if I have like my last hundred dollars, like I have a child. I always have to have something. Okay. So that's, that's what I mean by it. Okay. I'm not trying to like brag or like do anything wild right now. So I was lying. I don't want to give it to her. You broke my son's toy. Where's your emotional intelligence? You're arguing with a fucking nine-year-old. I can argue with my nine-year-old. He's my nine-year-old. She tried to say that she felt like her daughter was in danger and he had this toy with a fan on it. The fan is probably the thinnest layer of plastic. You know when you buy like a six pack of like soda or Gatorade and it comes with that recycled, those circles that kind of connect it? The fan was exactly the same material as that. If it spun fast, you could probably put it in your eye and it wouldn't cut you. It's just like so thin. Less than paper. Paper is more dangerous than the fan. She takes it, breaks it, slams it on the floor. He calls me distraught. I'm at work. I text her like, hey, this isn't working out. You know, she texts me also, you know, she's having a rough time. I told her I understood. I didn't, I didn't want to set anything off. So I didn't fire her directly through text, but I was just, you know, sympathetic to her playing it off until I could get home. She had the audacity to still ask me for the money. Like, bitch, you're still getting, you're getting fired. I'm not giving you anything. And on top of that, she's telling me it's a loan. I'm never going to see that money again. And it's for your man. I'm triggered. Why is he so broke? You mean to tell me you've been in this country this long and you don't have 200 fucking dollars as a man? How could you, as a woman, still be sucking his dick? Because as a single woman in America, I don't know what it's like in other countries, but you have a lot of, uh, you could get a lot of assistance. If anything, having a man as a woman holds you back. If, if they're like really broke and like don't help you. So she said something so stupid to me and, um, you know, still asked me for the money and come to find out, here's the kicker. It wasn't $200 she was asking me for. She was asking me for $2,000 as a loan, a broke couple, okay, was asking me for $2,000 as a loan so that the male could buy a scooter to do Uber Eats and DoorDash. I'm not mad at the hustle. I'm mad that you had the audacity to think you were gonna break my son's shit, say something nasty about him, cause she basically said he's gonna pay. And, in, and when I read it, I interpreted it as, you know, cause it was a translation from her language. I interpreted it as she was saying, you know, his behavior is there's gonna be karma. Are you fucking stupid or dumb? You're, you're talking about a nine-year-old. You're a real cunt. After everything I've done for you, I even let her man come here to watch my son because they live in a shelter. And if you don't know, when you live in a shelter in New York City, you cannot be out of the shelter for more than two or three days. If they find out you're signed out for longer than two or three days, 
you have to take all your stuff out, you get kicked out, you have to go through the whole process, and that process is a nightmare. So her and her husband will alternate. I came home one day, my ha- he was here, I came home after working 16 hours, my house was disgusting. Everything, from opening the door, to the hallway, to the kitchen, to the living room, and he was up at midnight playing video games with the sink full of dishes. My room was trashed. So basically you did nothing but just make sure my son survived today. You just made sure he survived, maybe didn't grab a knife or set anything on fire. That's all you did. You didn't do anything else. And clearly the job description was, you know, light cooking and cleaning. Also, I have a dishwasher, you guys. He could have easily loaded the dishwasher. I would have absolutely no problem with that. I load the dishwasher. I fucking hate dishes, okay? There was even, a, there's even times where I throw out the dishes and buy new dishes because I don't want to wash them. It sounds crazy. It's wasteful. First world problems. What do you want me to do? So you are not only a bum, but you really don't do anything when you're in this house and you're asking me to borrow $2,000. I felt like he was my broke-ass boyfriend when I came home from work, catching him on the game, and the house was dirty. I was so fucking disgusted. I never wanted him in this house again. And I never told her that because I'm pretty sure, bitch, you've known your man for two years. You know your man. Before you came here to this country, I'm pretty sure he was doing the same thing. So you know your man. Okay, all I told her was I prefer that you're here instead of him. That's really all I said. Do you, but do you, are y'all disgusted with me or no? You're broke as fuck, which arguably people fall on hard times, but you're asking a single mother for a loan of $2,000. And not only did you not ask me yourself as a man, you went through your bitch. He wouldn't have got it if he asked me directly, but I would have maybe respected him a little bit more. Actually, that no, that's true. I would have maybe thought less of him. And it would have been weird. A weird, awkward silence of his, of his part because I would have walked away laughing. Okay? 2000 fucking dollars as a loan? I'm never going to get that money back. So what happens is they're clocking my pockets, right? They were plotting on me. They see that I live in a condo by the beach. They see that I just got a new car. They have no idea what's going on in my personal life. On paper, my life looks like, how the fuck did she do it? But you know how life is. It's not a straight line. It's zigzags, it's obstacle courses, it's rocks, it's it's mountains that you've got to climb over, It's, it's tons of climbing up, 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 and then falling all the way down and having to start over. That's my life realistically. But you don't know that. So they're clocking my lifestyle and she's having the audacity with her dick-sucking lips to ask me for $2,000. And then she said, I feel like you're not going to give it to me because I broke your son's toy. I mean, I wasn't going to give it to you anyway, But the fact that you broke my child's toy, who we've already went over this. He's been diagnosed with 
like a behavioral delay or disability. He has anger issues. You antagonized him. He actually bought that toy with his money too, which made it worse. Because he's like, oh, she's got to pay me back. She's got to reimburse me. This is what he's saying. He's smart. Absolutely. If someone breaks your shit, you should, they should pay you back. He was absolutely right. I'm like, Ari, she's a broke ass bitch. Straight up. I'll buy you the toy again. We'll just go, we'll, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get five of them in different colors. You know, it's a fucking, and let me tell you the toy that she said endangered her child. She literally said the toy endangered her child of one years old. Okay. Which is why she broke it. It's a spray bottle that sprays water with a fan. That's it. The last thing I told her after she said the stupid shit she said to me was, and this is in text. I waited for her to leave. I don't like drama. I would have said it to her face, but this, ha- this conversation was happening while I was on my way home from work. It was around, it was after 11 p.m. And then she left that next morning. I told her to leave the next morning. I was like still kind of asleep. So when I got up completely awake, it's around 8.30 is when I'm seeing the message and she had already left. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have a problem with this conversation happening face to face. I'm just giving you the time frame because it was just like not a time frame to be having a discussion. I came home tired. I took off my clothes and I got in bed. I was so exhausted. Um, so the last thing I told her was, at the end of the day, and this is me saying it in Spanish, en el fin del, del día, él es un niño que tiene nueve años. At the end of the day, he's a kid of nine years old. Okay? And if you felt like your child was such in danger, why didn't you leave him with your husband, leave her with your husband who doesn't have a job? Respectfully, like... <laughs> Sis, your man does not fucking work. You work. So you mean to tell me you have to come all the way here on three trains with your one-year-old baby, rain, shine, cold, heat, whatever, and you can't just leave the baby with him? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of my face. You're bugging. One more thing. One more thing I want to add. She shared with me that her husband is a mama's boy. Right? And that the mom was like, oh, just, I I want you to leave my son and and give him the baby. And you could go on with your life and and bring them here to France. The mother lives in France. That sounds fancy as fuck. I know there's a ghetto in every country. But the bitch live in France. Okay? Like, France, in my opinion... I'm going to compare it to New York. I've never been to France, but I'm going to compare it to New York. Even a broke motherfucker in New York is surviving somehow and has some kind of resource. Okay? Because it's expensive to live in New York, in New York City. So the bitch live in France. Why the fuck would you ask a single mom for $2,000? Ask that bitch that want to suck her son's dick. Go ask a bitch that want to suck dick because it's not me. Because I'm not sucking no dick. Now, I would have understood if they asked them if, if they asked me for the money because they saw that I had a husband. Because guess who gonna be giving you the money? 
if he feel like it, my husband, or if I had a sugar daddy right now, guess who go, Guess who I'm going to ask the money from? Fred, because he's very fucking generous and don't give a fuck about $2,000. That ain't shit for him. You don't even need to ever tell us it's a loan. Bitch, here you go. You know, but I don't bring no men here. Never once have I ever had no girl chat where I'm like, oh, this guy's cute. And I, and, for, and I remember the one conversation I had where I'm talking to her in Spanish. I said, no quiero un hombre para amor. Solamente quiero un hombre que me, que me dale dinero. I said, I don't want a man for love. I want a man who's going to give me money. Love to me a second. I love myself. God loves me. My son loves me. I don't need any more fucking love. I'm over. My cup is filled with love. I need more than just love. Because I have my own money. I'm not dealing with no broke-ass fucking bum. Okay? You have to have something. And if it's trigger, triggering for you, this isn't... I'm not your kind of gal, and that's fine. Because at the end of the day, what costs money? Food. Basic shit. Food, clothes, basic, like basic shit. If you don't ever want to go nowhere in life, ever travel, do shit in your life, you still need food and clothes. How are we going to get that? With no money. Okay, thanks. Anyway, next topic. So yeah, I just wanted to share that. Because um, that to me is crazy. This happened for as of now, four days ago. And I'm still very much triggered. Like, I'm so triggered by like entitled ass men. He's literally pimping this bitch out. Like, lady, if you want your bum-ass husband to be your pimp, leave me the fuck out of it. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing if he had a little job. <clears throat> if he was like, you know, sitting at Home Depot with the rest of the niggas. But he don't do nothing all day. And how do I know that? Because I've seen him do it here. I told y'all I'm sick. So anyway, I've been talking too much, but, um, so she was fired. She also did express not really wanting to work anymore. (coughs) Excuse me, because my son was a lot. But in all actuality, she knew I was going to fire her. So I think it made her feel better to say she kind of didn't want to work anymore, which is fine (laughs) because either way, you was never going to come back here again. So, um, yeah, I I hope that never happens to me again. I'm very triggered when people ask me for money. Um, If I have it and I see you're in need, I'll give it to you without me having asked. I've handed people a 20 if I like if I had it, if all my bills were paid, I knew that I was good for that week. What's $20? Can someone answer me? What is $20? Nothing. But for people to ask, and let me tell you, this whole week, five different people have asked me for crackhead amounts of fucking money. One person asked me for $10, $7, $15. Okay? And these are not people who are like really good friends and family who have my back. If I really care about you and you really care about me, 
in those relationships, money doesn't, like, I don't give a fuck. I'll give you whatever I can. Like, I've known you forever. Like, I know you've always had my back. Like, I know you're not like that. You know, we're in communication. Like, you've never made me feel like I was being used. Like, without a question, without a doubt. So please don't, I don't want anyone to feel like I'm, I'm shaming people for needing an extra little little help, right? Because I could use a little extra help right now. I'm always going to be open to receive. Always. I remember telling my ex, I don't give a fuck if I have $10 million as my man. I'm always going to want from you. I don't give a fuck what I have. I'm always open to receive and very grateful absolutely thank you you not only worked for that but you earned it and you thought of me (coughs) excuse me but these are the motherfuckers that can't do shit for me I'm not a charity my last name isn't Stein it isn't Schumer it isn't like I'm not like this rich heiress you know in my head I am I, I, you know, my name is Trillion at heart, but we got to be realistic now. This is some real shit. Now we're not going to be funny. Now we're going to keep it real. How fucking dare you? So anyway, um, God bless America. I'm going to listen to Whitney Houston's national anthem and, um, take some more medicine, share this podcast with a friend, subscribe. And um, I'll catch you on the next episode.